this week on the podcast. How did you imagine this starting, by the way? I don't know. Yeah, this was your idea. (laughs) It was, but it wasn't exactly like, I need the answers. I need this, like, 2020. My guest, Steve, suggested we finally have the conversation that we, that I, somehow avoided last year. The talk about why we stopped seeing each other. And it was not easy. I'm not, I'm not even you arguing. Made, I'm not you're arguing. making that face, though. That, that plays well for a podcast, though. I'm calling you out on that shit. Damn it. It's a two-part episode of a long conversation where I have to face my own behavior. And it's the tenth episode of Go Date Yourself. I had to cut the first 20 minutes of my conversation with Steve right off the bat. Not because it was too intense, but because we spent that first 20 minutes completely avoiding what we came to talk about. Steve and I started dating last spring. We met online, and it turned out we had a lot of mutual friends in the comedy community already. We shared a ton of nerdy interests. He has a very sexy radio voice, which nearly sank me while trying to edit this show. We dated for about two months, fairly casually. And then... We just weren't dating anymore. Our conversations faded out, and that was that. A few months ago, Steve reached out after my podcasting equipment was stolen to offer a mic that I could use to keep the show afloat. We met for coffee, and he thought we should finally talk about why we ended the way we did. So we decided to record it for the show. I guess I'll just tell the story. Like I kind of had a thing where I was constantly in my head about you probably not being as into things as I was. And I kind of just wanted to, like, run a test with myself. Like, I knew you were going on a trip before, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to wait for her to text me. And that turned into, like, a couple days, and then weeks, and then months, and then whenever the hell we got back in touch with each other. Yeah. And, like, I didn't take it personally. I didn't, I wasn't really offended, but it was just, like, like, with each sort of passing... Moment of like, oh, like, I wonder if she's gonna, oh, I guess not. Oh, bummer. It, w- it was more of, like, that happening. And, I di- and like, I wasn't angrier. I was just like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I'm right. But <laughs> it-, it was, I don't know. Yeah, that, that was kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, what causes people to do that? I think it's a combination of two things. I know that I go through these phases, too, when I'm seeing someone where I test them as well. In little ways that, like, in, you're... In the that, same like, way yeah. that you tested me. Yeah. Um, I, I know that I've done that where I'm like, well, I will wait until he asks me out again, or right. I won't, you know, like, we will not have plans until he sets these plans. Like, mm-hmm. Which ultimately is pointless. Like, well, I know yeah. that was a dumb thing to do. But I did it too. I did the same thing. But at the same time, I was also very unfortunately... I don't know, like, the the time that I was strongly considering having a talk with you about us being exclusive, Mm -hmm. I met someone that I was just stupid about. Okay. You know? (laughs) Um, Which turned out to be a huge mistake, but it's also one of those ones that you don't really have a choice but to make. Yeah. So I think it was, like, this combination of, well, we'll see if... Steve keeps contacting me and keeps trying because maybe this will head in that direction. 
but oh, also the... there's this other person now in my life, and we'll see if he does this. Like, I was just testing everybody. Uh-huh. And it totally destroyed my summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot, I, I hate to have to affected that. No, no, I mean, I did it. It was my choices. And I think it's something that everybody does to an extent, because we're all really afraid to have those conversations. We're all so afraid to have those conversations. I can't even begin to describe the anxiety over the consideration of having that talk anymore. Really? Like even now? Even now. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping I get to a point where I'm more comfortable with it. I noticed that you, you had set up at least sort of boundaries that I didn't want to encroach on. Like, I knew you were a performer, and you didn't want me to see you perform, because that was a very intimate thing for you, and we didn't complicate things yet, because I don't think either of us really wanted to go too far physically just yet. I, like, I wanted, I wanted to be very careful and respect those things, because I didn't, I kind of didn't want to screw things up, because this was, like, I had dated a couple of times, because, but you were kind of the first person, like, okay, like, I want to take my time with this one this is she's really cool and she's so i felt the same way about you like that's the reason i didn't sleep with you yeah because i'm like i actually like this person whereas if i don't (laughs) see anything with someone then i'm like well whatever Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) like well okay because like because it's easy because it's easy to actually like you know make that connection yeah and then my feelings can't get hurt like Mm -hmm. it's a it's a way to protect myself because as soon as you have sex with someone that you care about and then you get rejected by then them. Then it gets very It is so much more painful than just getting rejected exactly. by them without sex being. Involved. Oh no, and I would totally admit, and I'm I'm kind of glad that that di- that complication didn't arise. But that that that's the main thing that I kind of wanted to at least take a step back from because I was like, okay, like you you established those boundaries, and I wanted to respect them the most that I could. But I also didn't really know, like I honestly I could never get a feel of how into me you were. I never knew. I mean, barring the person that you kind of fell for, like, I never actually really knew how strongly you felt about me. Like, I got, I, I figured that you were into me, like, you wanted to see me again. We, we had a really good time, but it was more of like, maybe it was me, or maybe having a hard time reading it, but I wasn't exactly receptive to exactly how you felt. And I admittedly don't think that I was being open about how I felt. Uh-huh. Possibly because I wasn't entirely sure. And, I mean, it wasn't a question of whether or not I liked you. It was a question of whether or not I was ready to date again. Uh Which I was not. Okay. (laughs) Turns out I haven't been for a very (laughs) long time. Despite the fact that I have been dating, I still, like... It baffles me every time a friend says to me, I really don't think you're ready. And I'm like, psh, whatever. I mean, that's a dumb thing to say to a person who's... Who's dating. Obviously, I'm ready. Who only knows that answer. Exactly. Like, wouldn't I know? How could you possibly know? Yeah. But you don't. You, 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 as yourself, don't always know. And I was kind of, like, on this line of trying to figure that out for myself. And I was too. Like, I I think the reason that I wanted to start dating, at least in the beginning, was because, like, I wanted to prove to myself that I could. Yeah. Because, I, I like, I was rocked by my last relationship. And, and I why didn't... is that such a big thing? Like, we all do that. Like, why do we have to prove to ourselves that we can date? I, I think it's more so the fact that, like, we, we kind of all have to take that first step. And however we choose to think about taking that first step is a very personal one. And I don't think it really matters as to what 
type of person is sitting across from you. I think that the first time that, I think my very first either Tinder date or date otherwise, like, I ended up really not liking the person, but I felt so good about myself, the fact that I did it, that I didn't, ma that it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, it, it was more of the fact, like, oh, like, this, I'm moving on, like, I'm moving forward. I'm doing something. Yeah. I'm being active. No, I get that. I get that feeling, too. This is something that I'm still battling with, but, I mean, I it was coming out of a seven-year relationship, mm -hmm. and there's this feeling, ugh, I'm gonna get upset. That's okay. There's this feeling that maybe I'm not capable of feeling that way about somebody again, that I did about that person. So, like, there's this mission to prove to myself that I'm able to, and this, like, abuse to myself when I can't. No, yeah, I, um, trust me, it's, I, I seriously feel the exact same way. Like, when I was, like, it's like, so scary. Cause, well, because you, you get to a height with another, with some other person, and you're like, how the heck, what amount of time and what amount of feeling could I possibly get to that height again? Mm -hmm. And is it even worth climbing that mountain to get there again? Like, because that's, that's so much, like, there's so many ebbs and flows just to get to that one point of you feeling that good that you don't even know if it's worth it. Yeah. And that's a big daunting fear. And I've, I wrestled with that for a long time before I even started. Like, I wanted to make sure that, like, I, like, I'm ready to at least face that task before I even, like, took it. Because, like, some people will just be like, oh, well, heart got broken, may as well just date with reckless abandon and not care about anybody else that I come across. But it's, like, I wanted to know that I could get there before I got there. Oh, how do you I know that? I, you don't. You really don't. But it's, like, it's more of just a meditative thing, like, okay, I'm ready. And it, and it may not even mean you getting over that person yet. I don't know how, how long it takes for a seven-year relationship to get out of. In my experience, it, it took a couple of years. Well, for it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah, like, exactly. That relationship, that specific relationship, I feel like I am over that person. I don't know if I'm over that relationship, exactly. but I'm over that person. Like, I'm yeah. not interested in that at all. But to get to that same place in a relationship seems completely impossible now. And I worry, I constantly worry about hurting someone else because mm -hmm. they may be capable of it and I'm not. And I'm constantly scared that I'm not. And then I'm like damaged from this, this previous relationship but I'm, but that's stupid. I know that I'm not. I think part of the problem was I liked you so much, but I didn't feel that feeling that I felt in that relationship before. Right. And it was this matter of like, Maybe feelings are different now. Because, like, when I fell in love with Joe, yeah. I was 19. Okay. <laughs> and when you fall in love at 19, that... N 19 is a very, like... It feels different. Yeah. That's and a... I assumed that I was like, okay, it's not going to feel the same. I, I can accept that. I need to accept that. And it's okay to like someone and not be, like, stupid about them. Mm-hmm. And then I met somebody that I was stupid about. <laughs> right, and and like I only rarely have I met somebody that I'm stupid about that I'll just throw everything at just to 
attempt to be with somebody, but I've also learned that, like, at least in the, in the case of my previous relationship, or at least my previous biggest relationship, I didn't feel that way immediately. Like, I grew to that in, like, months. I grew to being crazy about that person because I got to know that person, and, like, I would, I'd let them in more and more. And I find that when I have felt stuff like that, it, it's it can almost never really work. You get so it, and it's such, a, it's such a pessimistic thing to say, like falling head over heels about somebody can be dangerous, but it can be dangerous. You ignore all the bad you, stuff. You do. You exactly it's do. It's the and worst. It's so. In retrospect, you feel so stupid. Exactly. And when you when I found that, like, if you meet somebody that you're on good terms with, and like you actually and, and you like that person, the more and more you let them in, and the more and more that you get to know that person, you'll. I like growing to love somebody more than just unabashedly th that's never clicked for me as much yeah and that's not an experience that I've had <laughs> it's not I mean really I fell in love at 19 and I was with that person for 7 years yeah. including them cheating on me and me forgiving them Oof. like it was a I mean we had like wonderful years together like right. we really did it was a very good relationship if you looked over the whole thing if I oh, wrote yeah. a book about those seven years it was overall a very good relationship exactly. but it had its problems and it a lot of those problems were tied to both of our youth I can't imagine how I would deal with being cheated on now versus how I dealt with it right. when it happened See, and that's a that leaves you more in a far more fragile state, I think, than at least with mine, because I, I wanted to like in in, the, in my previous relationship, I wanted to take things to a point that she didn't want to, and it was an impasse that she saw coming, and she decided to end it. And where something is like, da albeit damaging, it's fairly clear cut. I'm guessing the way that that ended with you and for me, it was more of a like gray area of letting myself get to a point where I'm like, okay, well, that avenue didn't work out. I feel like I maybe could feel like that some way again, but, like, being ready to feel like that forever and then having to un unshackle yourself from thinking that way ever again just to get out. I know it's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting to even think about. But then it leaves us in a state where, like, when we're just getting to know somebody and meeting somebody, we'll, we'll like, tense up because we're not immediately in love with somebody or we're not a million percent comfortable with somebody right off the bat that, well, if it's not this, then I guess I don't know what to do. Like, the reason that I wanted to know is because I was certain that I wasn't being a creep. No, you I'm, were not. I'm, like, I'm certain were... that I wasn't being, like, some jerk-off that deserved <laughs> you not talking to ever no, again. No, like, no, I knew, no. I knew and, that. And if I would have heard from you, I would have absolutely answered you. Like, there was nothing yeah. that... There's nothing you did wrong. Okay. At all. I, I was fairly friends, certain of that. Oh my god, my friends love you so much. Ah, shit. They love you so much. It was so funny <laughs> because, like, Laura was like, so I guess you and Steve aren't seeing each other anymore? And I was like, mm -hmm. no. And she was like, can I still be friends with him? <laughs> I was like, absolutely! I still want to be friends with him! Yeah! <laughs> like, no, I wasn't. Like, you were not. I've... I've dealt with creeps before, and I'm a lot meaner about it. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I am not afraid to be like, you're being creepy, leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, and you, you you, have far too much gumption for me to... I'm certain that I wasn't doing that, because... No. You, I, you'd have kicked me to the curb a long time ago. Yeah, I don't put up with creepy. No. No, I... No, you, there's nothing that... 
You did. Well, thank you for that. I mean... I was just... I think I was just like, he's not talking, so I'm not talking. Mm -hmm. And then things started changing. Like, Mm -hmm. this other person walked on in, and that seemed to be progressing, so I just let that keep happening. Right. It's So it's timing. That's more... Yeah. Timing is such a huge deal when it comes to dating. Like, it's such a huge deal. And we blame, and the problem is we spend so much time blaming ourselves when things don't work out. But so much of it is timing. I, well, yeah, you're right. Because I did kind of blame myself for the, for the way things didn't really work out between you too. and me. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I guess I clearly wasn't, she wasn't into me. Like, I guess that's how it shakes out. But I guess I was wrong. No, no. Oh, I adored you. I still adore you. Oh, thank you. By the way, I also want to set the record straight. I'm not the person that overly used the word dope. No, you are not. I am not. No. So get that straight right now. I Let love that it. be known. That's ma- that's mainly to anybody that knows you and the people that you might date. I'm not that guy. Did you worry that it was you? No, no, I wasn't worried. Because I know that I've said that, but I, I try to make an effort to not say dumb words like that more than, like, once a day. <laughs> oh, man, no. He used it real serious. Yeah, he did. And it was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not worried about that. I was, I was like, the, the main worry that I was is that I had in some way put you off. No. And like, that, that was the main problem with most things. Because, like, up until you, I had dated you the longest. And I got, I got in my head too much as to wanting to be overly careful and wanting to be super impressive and wear the nice shirt all the time and be very cordial and all that stuff when I could when I could never feel like I wanted to relax and that that's a and it turns out that's a problem for a lot of people and it it stops them from having conversations even if they weren't into something or if they weren't and not and that's not to say that I was at all like hurt or damaged by what how things ended up between us but it was more of like we never really had that sit-down, serious conversation. And, like, yeah, granted, we had only dated for, like, what, two months mm-hmm. or so? Like, it wasn't that complicated, but, like, I could only imagine, like, how many times that conversation has been avoided at the cost of other things. Yeah. So don't you feel good you did this, Juju? <laughs> Crap. This is... Oh, I do. I only cried get really tough and protective for a while and I think you came along when I was in that space oh yeah I was really like not like I said like I like right before you and I had started seeing each other I had dated this guy that I had met during like readings and stuff for the web series um, that was like involved in it and him and I are still really good friends and we still go see shows together Um, And we talk about dating all the time. Not each other, but we talk about it. (laughs) And we dated for a little bit, and it kind of, like, faded out, and we never really had a conversation about it. But I was also in that place where I was super closed to everyone. I feel like if him and I did have a conversation about it, it would be that same story, like... Well, I saw your boundaries and I tried to respect them and you it took t- advantage of that. It, t- it turned out that, that was a bit too far, yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, I did. I would I would put up, and I still probably do it, I would put up my boundaries and if nobody tried to cross them, 
I would not try to cross them myself. You know, right. I I will happily sit on my side of the fence. Uh -huh. Like you know, it's like well, this game of chicken will go on forever now. Yes, and that's that's how I've been for a while. Mm -hmm. um, Do you feel that like at least in the time that you were in that phase, it would have taken somebody like barging on through those boundaries to get your attention, or at least to hold it in a way that short yeah. of like you going. Goo Gaga over somebody else. Do you feel like it was you that put up those boundaries too much, or like it was kind of a challenge to somebody to put them down? I think it was me. Yeah. Unfortunately. No one likes to say that. God. Oh, hey, I can talk about all the stuff that I feel like I could have done. <laughs> yeah, I think it was You me. probe me. Like, you got. No. Like, make me cry. Come on. You can do it. I'm not gonna I'll bet you can. I bet I could make you I, I bet you make, could. I can make anybody cry. Come on, Steve. then. Come on. No, because then I'm going to start asking about your big relationship, and that's. I wouldn't want to talk about mine, so I'm not going to make you talk <laughs> no, about it. No, I mean, you, you, you were willing to talk about it. What did you want to know? I felt like when we did, like when we were dating, when we did have deeper conversations, right? They centered around our past relationships. Very Do you true. know what I mean? We both had like that big bad breakup. We that, both had yeah. the big bad breakup, and I think we equally bonded over that as well as pushed each other away with that. Yeah, because it was like we never really talked about it to the extent that we were comfortable with it, and but but like we know that it's there. But like just to, just to be like okay well we had I I had my big one you had your big one but let's not talk about that any further let's just mm, whatever and yeah I I could easily see that I, I like when it came to sometimes even still like if I get prodded about that too much like I, there there's some places that I don't feel like talking about it but objectively I can talk about it at least as far as what I know that I can assess from it I try to take stock of what I can take from it. And there's quite a few, but then there's also like a couple of gray areas where I just could not understand. Like and it mainly and it mainly had to do with me. What do you mean? Well, it was mainly like I pu I put too much pressure on myself. I get too angry about myself. I feel like I fail before I even really start, and that fear stops me from doing a lot of things that I want to do in life. And it stops me from feeling good about the decisions that I make when I don't feel immediately gratified by them. And I feel that that rubbed off in our relationships to the extent where I could, like, I could see that were I a factor in her giving up the, her making that decision to put that dog down, that could probably lead to it. Outside of the fact that she just didn't want to get married. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's also a big thing. And do you think, I mean, do you think you could have changed that in her? Probably not. Like, because at the end of the day, it was her decision and... She took she took stock of what I was at the time and decided to not go with that. And I mean, I'll, I'll infinitely respect her for that because that's like that's a lifetime of hardship that she would have to, endure. like that's a lifetime of like not having to be fully happy, just for the sake of one person. So it's so cliche. This whole cliche, it's not you, it's me. Right. I think the reason people say it... I, I do believe that people abuse oh, that yeah, phrase. No, they do, but, but I, I feel also, like the reason people say it is because it's pretty it, true. It really is. And I there's an infinite amount of merit, because I never want to take things personally, especially when it comes to dating. That's, like, that's the main hump that I got over when I started to date. Like, I never took anything personally, because it's ultimately just a reflection on what the other person wants in you. Like, that's the reason that you don't gel. It's not because of you. It's because your type of crazy or your type of whatever just doesn't match with what it, with that other person's. There's nothing wrong with you. Like, and if you look at it like that, like, 
fuck, we're all just people, man. We're just gelling in the universe sort of stuff. But when love gets involved with that, that's when it starts to hurt. Yeah. And so much of it is just completely out of our hands. Like, we really can't control... I, I mean, that's why people fall in love with people who are not good for them. Because, that's why they can. Yeah. Because, like, you can control whether or not you stay or go, but you can't control whether or not you love them. Exactly. You can walk away from someone oh, you love. Oh, for sure. I've done it. Uh-huh. But I, that was a choice. Walking away was the choice. Mm-hmm. Loving them was not. Exactly. And you'll, and you'll still love that person. I still love that person. But it's knowing that, like, we'll move past that. Like, I, I will live past that type of love. And I'll love again. And See, I know you that sound you so sure. Well, I'm certain that I will. I'd like to think that I've got a bit of love to give. Uh, well, I, like we that I do. don't doubt. Like, well, you definitely have love yeah, to give. Whether or not like, I can or whether or not I'm willing to. Like, the, the, your willingness to fall in love almost will dictate the fact that you will. Hmm. Like, like, if you think about that, if you want to fall in love, you can. Like I, don't, when, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Why not? Because I've wanted to fall in love, and I've been with people that, by all accounts, I should be in love with, and I can't make myself hit, reach that place. You don't it's think what so? Hap- it's why we stop seeing each other, Steve. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't get there. By all accounts, with the exception of me not being able to feel those required whatever that feeling is, mm-hmm. I should have... You and I should still be together right now. This conversation is not over, and it gets a little worse before it gets better. Next week on the podcast. I I think you're completely wrong. Steve and I finish our conversation about all my hang-ups regarding love. I don't know. Well, I think we got all the answers we need. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do we? We'll find out next week. To be continued. The show's theme song is by Ross Wilting, and our cover art is by John Curtis. We'll see you next week. I want to be your girlfriend. I want to be.